In our culture, everything is based on success. But what is success? Who defined it? Who decided that success was the goal instead of fulfillment? What happens if we shake up that definition? What if we make our own definition of success? My name is Tony Grebmeyer, and on this podcast, I'm going to dig deep into the real stories behind success. Join me as I interview other entrepreneurs who've climbed up Success Mountain and have come back down to share their stories so you can succeed. If you're ready to join a community of other entrepreneurs redefining success and finding fulfillment, go to BeFulfilledLife.com and join the community. Now, let's dive into today's show. Welcome to Be Fulfilled. It is the real stories behind success. I'm your host, Tony Grebmeyer. Today's guest is a community maven known to turn online communities into six and seven figure revenue streams. She is the community architect and instigator for hundreds of game-changing communities in a way that blends the good of people, their purpose, and profit into one another. She's also the founder of Perky Perky Coffee, which invites their customers to rise up from their first cup of coffee and onwards throughout the day. Please welcome to the show, Marusha Murphy. Hello, Tony. Thank you so much for having me. Perky Perky Coffee. Come on. That's like something that everybody needs. So if you are listening today and you're into coffee, we'll make sure we get you like a discount coupon, but go check out Perky Perky Coffee and buy some coffee. Um, I've heard it's delish. How are you? Well, I'm doing really well today. It's a gorgeous day here in Orlando, Florida, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. Well, good. Well, we're going to get started. First question out the gate, what is your definition of success? Great question. You know, my definition of success really is fulfillment through what you're doing with your life, whether or not that's, you know, making millions or it's literally just covering your family's you know, needed expenses and you feel good about that, like that is one aspect of success. The other aspect is truly finding joy and contentment in what you're doing with, with your daily life. And I think it's one of those things that when you create that and you have that, you want more of that. And you know that by experiencing that, giving yourself permission to experience that. Yeah. It's like when I was a kid and I remember going to get some ice cream with my dad or my mom, they take me to Swenson's. Mm. And I would see people with like what they called the earthquake. It was like this giant banana split. But then when I got up to counter and I looked at my dad or my mom and I'm like, can I get that? And they're like, no, (laughs) like you can just have a single scoop of ice cream, like head down. But it gave me something to look forward to. Right. Um, I I love to like just having that personal fulfillment. And um, one of the things that I love about, you know, spending time with you, we're, we're, we met in Tribe for Leaders, Kevin Thompson and Jules. Uh, they run this really cool mastermind. It's online. You know, I used to get on a plane and travel to a mastermind. Now I get to sit in the luxury of wherever I'm at in the world and just tune in and, and talk to people from where they're at is I've really just got to see your genius kind of like firsthand. Um, I love how you listen. I think that's a really good skill of yours. You're a great listener. And then you can see where you can add tons and tons of value But one of those things that I've noticed is you told a story when you were younger, and I think that story is really, really cool. We won't mention uh, Mr. Rogers' name or anything like that, so you don't have to worry about that. One of the things that I learned was that people spotted amazing things about you. And, you know, we, we have what I call blind spots, things that people can see about us 
But once they're identified, they're no longer blind spots. They, they ultimately become choices um, and things that we can work on. When you were younger, and I'll, I want to give a snippet, you were on campus, somebody noticed you, somebody invited you, you got a chance to be a part of something. But when someone like says something like about you to your face, like a compliment, how do you take a good compliment or a bad compliment or something when someone gives you, you know, any kind of input about you? Oh my gosh. Well, that that's changed over time, Tony. In the past, it used to be like, what me? No, really? You think so? And like, absolutely self-deprecating, like, no, I, and I would make a joke about it or be like, yeah, no, no, everybody has that blah, blah, blah. And I honestly, one of the things I, um, I've made a, a decision to do over the last, specifically over the last, I would say 15, 16 years is really take my own personal development seriously. Mm-hmm. And so as I started to realize that's what I was doing, I found myself choosing not to receive something that people saw within me. And over these last, you know, 16 years of really just consistently listening in to what people are saying, I'm recognizing now that to be the person I'm meant to be in the world, to be the person that creates the impact I want to create in the world, I have to learn how to receive that. I have to learn how to receive that. And so one of my latest practices has been listening intently and saying, really, tell me more. Like, why, why do you see that within me? How do you, how do you see that within me? Give me a practical example, because if that really has impacted you, maybe I can do more of that more intentionally next time. No, I um, love that. I think it's also interesting to ask the follow-up question too, because sometimes people are really good with compliments and it's right. not like, I'm like, Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm needing more, but right. I actually want to know why you see that in me rather than just a knee-jerk compliment to like, Oh, you have a nice day. Oh, your hair looks great. Like right. um, I try to say like, I love your pink hair. Like I love to just say one thing extra versus just like, I like your hair. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It makes a big difference. So for me, it's been, it's been giving myself that permission to receive it because again, I, I was, I grew up in a family, I grew up in the Philippines and I'm an immigrant to the U S and as I grew up in this, you know, in a culture where in the U S compliments are, you know, people give compliments a lot in an Asian culture. That's, it's really hard to get a compliment <laughs> to be honest and to receive a compliment. It, that's like unheard of. So I grew up in this space where like, if you received a compliment and said, thank you, you're almost bragging about it. So I had to learn to realize that I, I realized I had to learn that when I gave myself that permission, it actually was giving myself a gift to, to learn how to self-love, right. And to learn how to really just see myself as someone that does matter just as I really believe everyone else matters. I love that. And, and the, the self-love thing, that's, that's also difficult. That's not easy. But one of the things that, you know, during our conversations that we've chatted, you know, one of the skills that you've acquired is this ability to, to see things, you know, as I was mentioning blind spots, you can see blind spots when you're looking at people's Facebook communities and talking to people. And whenever I'm in a pod with you during the, the TFL, the Tribe for Leaders, I love when you give kind of constructive criticism or insight because you are seeing it completely different than everybody else at that moment. Tell me a little bit about the skill that you've kind of turned into helping, you know, communities go from six figures to seven figures and beyond. And yeah, how did you even fall into that? Plus, we're going to talk about coffee. We have a lot to talk about because I'm really fascinated by, I think it's a skill, but yeah. like there has to be something in it that just excites you, right? And maybe sure. it's the challenge. So let's talk a little bit about how did you first get into, you know, helping uh, Facebook users and other people with online communities kind of get into the 
let's scale that and turn it into something profitable. Sure. Well, there's a long and a short um, of that story, but the short is that I I grew up in a family. My mom's one of 11. So I grew up in literally a a home with uh, over a hundred family members and 30, 36, no, there's 39 of us first cousins. I'm the old, I'm the second oldest of 39. So I grew up with people all the time. There was no way you could get away with anything. I remember going uh, going out one day uh, in high school with like a crop top. And I literally was called out in the middle of downtown Orlando by my aunts who just so happened to be there because uh, there's a hundred of them, right? So like, <laughs> so growing up in a space where you have accountability and you're called to a standard of excellence in what you do, kind of when I got to the age where I was creating my career, I saw that a lot of people didn't have these, what I call the three core, the core values that really we bring from our families or we could, you know, our families of origin could potentially, if they do it intentionally, bring that into our lives and help us create our, like the first community ever for each of us. And then also how do we bring that into the business world? So the three core values are looking at a company's vision, looking at their voice and looking at their values, the three V's, their vision, their voice, and their values. And again, like I grew up in a home that really was about raising each other up. So when I came into the world of building out, you know, being invited to help create these communities, it was like, well, what, what makes it different than anybody else? What, why am I different than anyone else that says they can grow a 20,000 person, 250,000 person Facebook group, whatever, right? It was really just help slowing down enough to know the brand in such a way that as if they were creating a family, as if they were creating actual connection and impact with the people that they wanted to serve. Slowing when I was down, th- slowing down. Like think about that. Yes. Yes. Wow. So for me, that's, that's been also another key motto. I naturally am a quick start, like on the Colby, I'm like a nine on quick start. But one of my, one of my biggest gifts was having, uh, bringing in my COO into my company. And she said, Marcia, the best way to go fast is to slow down. And I remembered like, that's actually how I do every build. Like every build is we slow down for a minute. And so, and get all of these, these things aligned, our vision, our values, our voice, and obviously the offer. And obviously, you know, like the experience and bring those together to create something really magical and, and unlike any others in the industry. So when I started to do that, I started to see, oh my gosh, like we are actually making a massive impact in the lives of the people that we're serving. And not just the, my client who's a visionary, but also in the lives of their people, because we built it on a solid foundation of those three V's. Yeah. So that's how I did that. So I've done that. And I brought that, like you, you were mentioning Perky Perky. Actually, that was one of my favorite community builds was building out that, that Perky Perky community in 2016, 2016, 2017. That's when I actually launched that coffee company. And I launched it because I, you know, Tony, I'm a mom of three girls and I, my story as a young girl, I remember when I found out I was pregnant with my first daughter, I was like, heck no, I'm not having a daughter. Like (laughs) I did not know that that's what was in store for me, that God was like, you are now going to be blessed with three of them because my journey as a middle schooler through high schooler was pretty insane. Um, and had a lot of sexual trauma. I was sexually trafficked as a um, 13 year old and there's a lot there, right. That I had to work through. So when I had my first daughter, then God bless us with the second one. And then a third, it was literally as if God was saying, you are going to heal once and for all. And as I was in that journey in 2014, I was having my, I had my third daughter in 2014. I also had the privilege of 
co-founding a community called the Austin Moms Network. And all these moms from the city of Austin, Texas, were, were started to just come around and share similar stories of trauma, of angst, of anxiety, of depression, all the things that I was dealing with and struggling with as a mom of, of three girls and wanting to leave this legacy that was different than, than what I experienced in my life. So I built this coffee company around this vision that I was going to create a love letter to moms and build a community for women that really invited them to step into their power, even if it meant from the first cup in the morning and onward throughout their day. Right. So I, I felt like I lost myself in, in 2014 to 2015 into the journey of motherhood and just felt like I lost everything about me, except I was supposed to be this like suddenly like a muumuu wearing mom with like a, like a messy bun, no makeup on. And, uh, and that was supposed to be my life. And I had to give up my entrepreneur, entrepreneurial endeavors and all that stuff. And, and I, for me, it was again, going back to the slowing down, it was slowing down enough to, to see that my girlfriends were actually saying, Marcia, who is this person that you've become? Like literally, I remember that day, Krista came over, Krista Scranton came over to my house, knocked on my door with a bottle of wine and some cheese and crackers and said, Marcia, we're going to change whatever is happening to you because this is not you. Like, I don't know who this person has become, but this is not you. You're living a story that's not you. And it was like that moment, that wake up call for me to say, oh my gosh, I've lost myself. Anyway, the long and the short of it, you know, has been that I, I really, I took time every morning to go into prayer and meditation every morning to do movement, whether it was yoga or just dancing in my, in my uh, room by myself or whatever, and then journaling every single morning. And I found after 30 days, I found my, a little bit of myself, found happiness again. After 60 days, I found that I saw that I was not a muumuu wearing messy bun, no makeup on mama. That that's, there's, that's totally fine if whoever's listening is that, but like for me, that just didn't fit who I wanted to be in the world. And so anyway, the long and the short of it is like, I, I found myself in this place in 2014, 2015, about a year later, giving myself a whole, like after a whole year of meditation and movement and, and coffee, reaching one of my, at that point, one of my highest career goals, which was to partner with a friend of, uh, I think a mutual friend of ours, Ryan Moran and building out Freedom Fast Lane's um, incubator. It was called The Tribe. And that was like, oh my gosh, he came, he came to me and goes, hey, what if I have this idea for this community? And it's to bring these investors and influencers and e-commerce brands together and build something cool. And I was like, you know what? That sounds so fun. And what I found is I wouldn't have been able to at all even imagine myself creating that and building that with him and taking it to six and a half million in just a couple of years because of where I was just prior. So the long and the short of it was when I jumped into that experience and my clients were like, you're so freaking good at creating community, Marisha. But what if you partner it with a, like a, like a physical product brand and see what happens? And then they double dog dared me, which is something that uh, Tony, like I'm an people double dog dare me and I can't not, it's like a little kid thing or something that I, I get stuck on. But, um, you know, they double dog dare me like, Hey, build out a company let's see what happens. And so I actually went back to those moms and I said, what if we built a coffee company for us? What if we designed something that really made us come alive? Mm -hmm. And I want to make this coffee. I want to dedicate this coffee company that I've been double dog dared to do and dedicate it to each and every one of you. And Tony, that com the community that we started to form in Awesome Moms Network, it grew and grew and grew, but also my coffee company started growing because I was really inviting them into the journey and into that story and into the, into the vision of what we were creating. 
the long and the short of it is that um, in 2017, when we when we sold when we opened the doors officially, technically, you know, like quote unquote, open the the online doors, we sold a thousand bags of coffee that first month. And that was a big deal. Like who knew that this girl who was just a few years prior, like living in major depression and, you know, anxiety with where her next step was going to be, could suddenly create, you know, a sell a a bag of coffee that was 19 selling at 1995 per bag for 12 ounces and sell a thousand of them in the first month. I had no idea I had that in me. And it really started to shift everything for me at that point of saying, okay, well, wow, community is everything. And when we build companies and we build things that are really much more powerful, more, more powerful than just the product itself. And it was all about the, the value of what we're creating, the vision, the values, and the voice of what we're creating, man, we can change the world, right? Even if it's just a coffee company. I love it. Just checking some stuff out. First time with Perky Perky, and it will not be the last. I love that. The smell even through the bag was great. Have been enjoying it hot and cold. Thanks. We're going to take a quick break, but we're talking today to Marusha. Perky Perky Coffee aims to invite women back into their power. They build a community of women in all walks of life that they you know that they have gifts and talents, skills, and all areas of genius that makes the world a freaking amazing place for themselves and others. So check it out. PerkyPerky.com. We'll be back on the Be Fulfilled podcast show with our special guest today, Marusha Murphy. We're going to take a quick break. And since Tony's taking one, let's take one together. Let's take a deep breath. Wherever you are, feel those ribs expand, that chest lifts towards your chin. Let's do it now. That feels good, right? That's one of over 23,000 breaths you're going to take today. You don't even think about it. You're focused on that one. That's life. That's rejuvenation. That's the moment right here. And thanks for doing that with me. We all matter. Those breaths matter. Let's remember them. And let's get back to the show. Hey, we are back on the Be Fulfilled Podcast Show. My name is Tony Grebmeyer, up and down Success Mountain. Sometimes, you know, when you get to the top, you just want to take a big stretch and pour yourself some perky, perky coffee. Because you know what? Um, There's nothing better than waking up in the morning, grabbing a cup of coffee to start your day. I loved what you were talking to about finding yourself. Uh, a little bit after you kind of lost yourself, right? And one of the things that you mentioned was this kind of morning routine, right? The stretching, maybe journaling. And it felt a little maybe weird at first, but then once you got a little bit of momentum, you got 30 days under your belt, you know, that person wasn't the same as the previous, right? And you started seeing some shifts. I loved how your friend looked at you and said, whoa, whoa, whoa we're going we're gonna to fix this. Like, there's nothing wrong, but like, it's great that we have friends who call us out on our shit, right? They yeah. literally see us and they go, you're not doing what you're capable of doing. And that happened to me when I was at my low, somebody knocked on my door and uh, he said, you know, Tony, your life has meaning and purpose, but what you're doing right now doesn't. And that really was like my awakening to realize what is my meaning? What is my purpose? What is the calling? What does God have in store for me? And even in my devotional this morning, it was about, you know, our calling and, you know, are we, are we stepping into it? And most of us are afraid of actually figuring out why we're here. And I've learned through, you know, yourself and others that it's okay to stretch. And when you stretch, that's where you grow and nothing better than doing with a cup of coffee and having a conversation with a friend. I know that you have used the Be Fulfilled journal. Tell me one thing that you've learned about yourself using the journal. Oh my gosh. 
Yeah. So I've, I've replaced my old boring journal with the be fulfilled journal for sure over the last 60 days. Um, and you know, one of the things that I really love about it is just that time to pause and reflect on what's what you're grateful for, right? Like I have been, I have a gratefulness practice, but I didn't realize how, how sporadic it was until having it now as part of my daily routine with the be fulfilled journal. So that for me has been just, I think that's part of the, the gift that you've given us with that, with that journal is to have that space. And then just to see what, what journals out, you know, when I write out whatever shows up is just having that space where it's all literally in one journal that I can look back on and just see the progress of my growth over, over time. That's been really beautiful. Well, I love it. And I, I think the, um, the coolest part of putting a journal out into the world is getting little messages from friends saying, Hey, I love that. This is what I do. But like when we're on our calls or whatnot, you'll say, I'm like, here's your journal. Um, one thing that I've been asked. And so I'm working on it for another uh, release is to put a little box on the binding. So you can put like number four, number five, number six, number seven, like just so you could just like have them, you know, um, ah. one cool thing that we do with the journals, we mix up all the quotes or add a whole new quote. So we try to make the experience the same, but like get new insight each time you go through it. It's beautiful. I want to dig a little deeper just into communities. Ryan Moran, dear friend. I just texted him last week, just told him I was proud of him and thanks for doing what you do. Um, uh. Nice nice to know that you get to work with some amazing people as well. It was really interesting. And Ryan, I know if you if you listen, you'll 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 get this, but I said, proud of you. I said, you're a consistent support path and belief for many. And he goes, that's very kind of you. What prompted you to reach out? Mm-hmm. Right. And I said, I see what I see Hear Others mention your name. I recently read a memory that came up about seven years and made me think to say, hello, it's awesome to see you shine. Right. And so just like your friend did to you that we have an obligation in this world community, right? Like when you were going down the street and somebody called you out they saw something and they go, Hey, I know you're better than that. Right? Like, I know that you should do something different. I love uh, randomly texting uh, people or making phone calls. That's my love language is connection and contribution. What is something that you love to do to offer what I call the give back, right? Your friend helped you. What have you been able to do in your world to give back? Mm, That's a great question. I do. I do a few things. Um, one of the things I like to do is I like to always make sure that I have on my calendar, at least one, if not two um, times where I can just have those for me, my, my love language is quality time. So have virtual at this point, you know, virtual coffees. Once we get back into the world and seeing people in person will be in-person coffees, but I, I love that. And I just, and then I pay for their coffee. They have no idea. I just, I'm like, Hey, let's just go hang out. And they always think that there's like another, like another intention. And literally it's just to Mm. be and hold space for that person. And so that, that is something I do. Another thing that I do, I was actually talking to a team member today about where we're going with our company and how we're growing it to become even more impact driven is when, you know, you mentioned Mr. Rogers and you mentioned there's some story, there's a story there that we're not talking about, but the truth is one of the things that I had the, the privilege of being a part of was a secret society. And you mentioned, and I shared that story with you in a, in the tribe for leaders experience, but yeah, we were in a secret society and Mr. Rogers was a part of that. Um, he went to the, the college that I attended and the long and the short of it is I was able to be mentored by him. And one of the things that we, that I started while being in that society was 
was taking a, a pool of money that um, initially it was given to me. So the in the society, I was given up this sizable amount of money for a college student. And the goal was to give it away. And so ever since then, that sparked something massive for me. And what that was, was really uh, a recognizing that it drives me happy to give and to give in this, like without, without anybody knowing that I'm giving. And so even to this day, that's something that my family and I do. And we try to up our, like, we try to be like, how much can you give today? And we give the kids a little bit of money and they, sometimes they'll drop it in someone's mailbox or sometimes they'll be like, you know, they'll give it to a friend that um, couldn't buy that ice cream cone at school or whatever it is. Right. And so that has been something that, that I tend to do personally, but I want to bring more into my company. Um, And so I've been looking at how I can better do that, that kind of love, love, like surprise love gives. Kind of I love that. I was just at breakfast uh, last week with a buddy, Tom, and uh, he was saying that him and his wife, they go they go out to dinner and their goal each time they go out to dinner, if like it's a sit down opportunity, they, they kind of look around for like a young couple, maybe that could be on a date or they're just newlyweds. And then just as they pay, pay theirs, no matter what it is, just pay it. And then they leave, right? They don't even stick around for like, who was it? Just kind of like someone who was in observation and they love doing it for elderly couples as well. I just thought that was kind of cool. I just kind of make me think like my thing is I'll buy you a cup of coffee. Like as I go through the, the line and I, you know, I love to wave, you know, uh, people. Um, but I like the dropping off change with your kids, teaching them valuable lessons at such an early age. Gratitude is the best attitude. And it really just the give back and how you do it or what you do is probably not so much as that you are in that mindset of giving and, um, everything's a gift, right? And um, there's a there's an old tale that goes something like this. If you were to go to the beach and you were to dig for oysters, right? And you were going to go look, you know, on your boat and you dig down and you, you grab all your oysters and you pull them up, that you need 99 to find three pearls on average. Interesting. So it's better to be busy shucking rather than just wondering like, Hmm, I wonder if there's any pearls, right? Like you won't know unless you do it. And then you found all these amazing pearls with your kids by seeing what they do. And, and I I just think it's just amazing. And I just want to say, thank you so much for your time today. I want to, a couple things that I'm going to bring into the fulfillment round, the fulfillment rounds purely for fun. How do people like, what's the best form to reach out to you? Like, do you have your communities going, but how do you like people to reach out to you and learn more about you? Yeah, great question. So two, I think two simple ways, if you're interested in Perky Perky Coffee, um, definitely find me on Instagram at Perky Perky Coffee. I'm on there a lot. I uh, My team manages the Instagram, but any DMs that come through, they make sure I get it. Mm. Um, and so that I can respond that are, you know, because I love to, I love to connect with our, our client, our customers and our fans. Another great way where I'm playing, I'm playing a lot these days is on Clubhouse. I'm having a great time on Clubhouse sharing insights about community, sharing insights about how to develop out communities. And so if that's something of interest, definitely check me out um, on there. It's at communities on clubhouse. Um, yeah, I think those are my two favorite. And then also have a Facebook group. So it's called grow and monetize your groups. So grow uh, monetize your groups. Awesome. Grow and monetize your groups. So yeah. And I can send you the link over as well. So you have that. 
Well, yeah. good. Well, we're going to do is we're going to take everything you have and we'll put it in the show notes at TonyGrubmeyer.com. But if you are ready to rock and roll, I'm going to throw you into the fulfillment round. All I need from you is I am ready. I am ready. And now it's time for the fulfillment round. No phoning friend, no using the Google machine, no digging into storage for the Encyclopedia Britannica's. And I promise Tony won't make you cry. And if you don't know the answer, just make it up. The Fulfillment Round brought to you by ShipOffers.com for all your product and fulfillment needs. Now, Tony, you ready to ask some questions? All right, here we go. Coming from the Philippines, where did you first move? In the U.S.? Castleberry, um, Florida. Very cool. Being here and being a mom of three girls, can you tell me uh, something that you've noticed about your girls individually that just lights you up. There's something that maybe is uniquely different. Yes. Okay. I'll tell you about one, each of them. My oldest is incredibly brilliant at um, seeing something and turning it into reality. So for example, Legos, she, she can, she'll see something amazing and then she'll be like one moment. And then an hour later, like literally has designed the whole thing with Legos. My second daughter is one of the most thoughtful humans I've ever met in my life. She is currently, she's eight years old, but probably since she was like one and a half, I've seen this sense of empathy and just real true nurture, like this nurturing, caring human showing up every single day. And she just, it's beyond me. Like she's beyond her age with how much empathy and emotional intelligence she has. And then my youngest is our performer. You literally will probably see her in a Broadway stage um, by the time she's 16 because she is bigger than life. And, and I love that about her. I love seeing her. I see what's possible through her eyes. And, and I see what's possible through all of their eyes, but with her, how impactful she can be on a large scale because of how she chooses to carry herself daily. I love that. And I hope that you let your kids listen to this episode so they can hear it. When uh, you're not working and you get to hang out with your family, would I find you more at Universal or Disney? <laughs> Definitely Disney. Do you have or a favorite uh, like land attraction, like where you guys gravitate? Well, we're, we're at Disney because we have a six and an eight year old at this point who are like still in love with princesses. So we are at Magic Kingdom more, more times than not, unfortunately. But I, that's why I say definitely Disney. But really, if we could have our way, we'd be at Universal. Uh, would you really? And, yeah, at Hogwarts. Yep. <laughs> oh, you're a Harry Potter fan, huh? Yeah, my oldest is a huge Harry Potter fan. Did you read the books? I have watched all the movies. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what I should say, too. I've watched all the movies. Actually, I haven't watched a single Harry Potter movie from start to finish. And I, my no. kids loved them, like growing yeah. up, loved the series. And my neighbor, Todd, my old neighbor, he uh, he's like, Four, four books in reading like every night to his kids that like they read. And so it's cool. I think he'll be done by the time they're 41 or something like that. Exactly. That's um, why I have no patience to read those many pages. Are you somebody who likes to cook? Loves to cook. Yes. Do you? Love are you it. A, are you a breakfast, lunch, or dinner person? What do you like more? Dinner person. For are sure. You? Yeah. What's My your dinner tonight? Tonight? Nobody <laughs> you ask. It's called crack chicken. Yes. It is really good. And that's why it's called that. <laughs> is it not from KFC or something? Because that's our Popeyes. Like it's crack chicken. No, it's called 
No, it's so it basically it's a we may it's an Instapot night because I have a class that I teach, you know, right up until dinner time. So what we do is we put everything in the Instapot and it's um it's chicken, obviously, bacon, cream cheese. So we're we're going we're all keto as a family. So cream cheese, bacon, cream of mushroom soup, and this ranch seasoning I create and then kind of put it all in together. And it's insane. It's absolutely insane. It's for anyone that's not keto, you should not eat it because of the amount of fat that if you mix that with like starch, it would not be good for your body probably, but it's very good. <laughs> Man, when you said crack, I was like listening. And then now you told me you put it all in an Instapot. I'm like, now I'm really like amazed. I'm yeah. Like, all right. I need the recipe. We can put that on the show notes too. Did you just make a decision to just go keto? And cause that's the whole thing to do with your family. That's a lot and a lot of restrictions, right? Just cause until they understand how to eat and being six and eight or whatnot, like how, how's that gone? They are more low carb. My husband and I have gone keto for now. And then I'm probably, I'll go back to just low carb with them, but yeah, we're, I'm kind of, we're, we're teetering and I like being more low carb because I do like carbs, but I like to like limit the amount of carbs that I, that I have, but I am also a great supporter of him. So I am keto currently. <laughs> where'd you, where'd you meet your husband? We met at church, um, in Longwood, Florida. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's been just an absolute honor to have you here today. I can't wait till our next Drive for Leaders uh, Mastermind uh, meetup because it's just awesome. I've been fortunate. I've been in two pods over, I don't know, we'll call it eight or nine weeks and you've been in both of them. And I just, it's nice to see a smiling face, get to know you, learn a little bit more about what you do, community building. I love it. There's a lot that people can learn from you. Just follow Marusha. Definitely. If you're on Instagram, Perky Perky Coffee, check her out, uh, drop her a message, check out her website, buy some coffee. Um, I just put my email in and I saved like 10% or 20%. But you said if, we, if people put in be fulfilled as like a code, you'll save $10 right then and there. So, hey, I got you $10 off from just talking to this person today. I should ask more people to just give free stuff away. But thank you so much for doing that for the community. One of the cool things uh, behind the scenes that I want people to know is just how awesome as a friend you are, but also I just love that you have just a big heart to make the world a better place. So Thank thanks you. for showing up that way to me and to everybody listening. Her name is Marusha Murphy. My name is Tony Grebmeyer. And until next time, no matter where you go, no matter what you do, choose to make today the absolute best day of your life. Thanks for listening to today's show. But before you go, let me ask you a question. How would you like to be the architect of your journey in this game we call life? Take the next step now at www.tonygrubmeyer.com. Enter your details to get the first week of the Be Fulfilled Journal for free. It includes access to our private community of thousands of other entrepreneurs. It'll give you more clarity and freedom in your day. And it might just change your life forever. Forever.